Steve, you brought in a creeper? And you named it? He then proceeded to tell me that he wanted to put his digits in my phone, which I proceeded to tell him that I'm 17. Sometimes people come and if they see like the wall or talking dead or whatever, and then I'm like, and then I tell a joke about jerking off in traffic, they're a little, you know, turned on. Yo, creeps, you wanna be creepy? Creep on this. Creeping like a creeper, creeping like a creeper. Welcome to Last Man Earth. My name is Lex Jurgen. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Much like a weeping Rachel Maddow, Matt. Matt's taken the whole child separation at the border thing pretty hard. Matt, too, was separated from his parents as a child. Not separated so much as a dump and run across the border in the Yukon Territory. Though his story has a happy ending, as by pleasuring a series of ice road truckers, Matt always made his way home. Were you uh, crying when Rachel Maddow broke down over the, uh, the, kids in, the, kids in, the kids in cages at the border? I, uh... She cried. She just had to break down. She had to take a moment to cry on camera. Well, it it is a very unfortunate situation. I mean, like I saw on Facebook, sir, like I think I've said this before. I think I think Republican, and, and I'm not saying I'm a Democrat, but I think Republicans are fucking douchebags. And I, like I saw on Facebook, adult grown. 35-year-old white men criticizing the kids, and I was just like, you're a fucking loser. You're not a parent, dude. I would make fun of all the kids. <laughs> the kid, the, by the way, the cages look better than the summer camp I used to go to when I was a child. Is Maddow... What? Is Maddow kind of hot? No. Oh. Uh, well, I don't know, Matt. Do you think... Do you find her hot? Yeah, I do. I like really? her. Really? Wow. I, I think she should win a, a Pulitzer for, really? her, for her coverage on uh, Mueller. Uh, the Mueller investigation. I can't. Well, I, I don't. I don't. I'm watch. perplexed as to why that's not what everyone in the world, uh, in the country, is talking about right now. I, well, no, they got the kids in the cages, and uh, and and Peter Fonda just said he wants, he wants Peter Fonda. Peter just Fonda's said, still alive. Yes, he is. So all the all the celebrities are trying to outdo themselves and how much they're they're uh, wounded by the kids at the border thing. <laughs> so today, like they're all like it's a Hitler this Nazi that you know whatever this. So Peter Fonda today said his plan is to have uh, uh, Melania's son ripped from Melania's arms and put into a cage with pedophiles. Well, <laughs> that's, two that's, wrongs don't make a right. It's a little, I mean... But, I, but he won the day. So he won today of like the, <laughs> the celebrity operation today. It's just... It's, by the way, none of these celebrities are taking in the kids or offering to, offering to support anybody or do anything really practical about it. No. Other than just like waving, uh, doing uh, tweets and outrage Facebook and things. Is it also... Like, honestly, I don't know enough about this. Like, I was out of town and not following the news as much as I... You're not responsible for this? You're a bystander? Is a bystander? Well, has, it, has this potentially been going on for a long time uh, it's been going on for i think the law has been going on for uh through the last two three administrations so like everyone just heard about it and suddenly they're upset well no because they started doing it more intensely with the uh, uh, sessions laid down the law like a month or two ago oh. and started actually enforcing the law more so they did it before in fact there's like story there's pictures of like weeping women talking to obama about it but now it's like much, much more, and then they also figured out that they could get political, make political hay out of it. So, well, but, but I mean, if that's the case, obviously Sessions is a documented racist, 
Um, there's no excuse for that. There, there really isn't. Uh, I don't know. I watched Rachel Maddow cry. I couldn't understand what she was saying because she was weeping. There have been a number of reporters who have been weeping about this on the, on the air. I think somehow turning on, the, turning on the floodgates. I'm always turned off when people are uh, uh, reporters like this are acting like this or act, Peter Fonda says shit. So I just, uh, uh, just reflexively take the opposite side of let's put more kids in more, ca- more cages. Oh, I don't really mind. This week's Last Minute Earth podcast is sponsored by that guy who believes the World Cup is finally his chance to convince you that soccer is a great sport. By the way, oh, I, yes. Let me finish my little joke here, Matt. Oh, sorry. Hey, Matt, did you see the sweet Russian Egypt soccer match? No. No, you didn't. <laughs> Nobody did. Sorry, guy, you failed again. <laughs> Do you get that when people are like, oh, you got, but you got to love the World Cup? If you don't love soccer, you still have to love the World Cup. I wanted to go quickly go back and say the the Yukon territory is actually a pretty cool place. To is visit. it? Uh, I don't know geography. Is that, that border is Alaska, right? Uh. Yeah, or it's there's one one other one in between. I, I just remember. know Yukon Cornelius. They have great grilled cheese sandwiches and like a lot of gold rush uh history. You could actually still pan for gold. Like you could still like get a gold a gold nugget. Um but that's worth like thirty seven dollars now. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, soccer is like uh my friend was like, hey, uh, do you want to watch Portugal versus Spain with me at 10 a.m.? And I'm like, fuck off. Like, w- what are you talking about? I would watch, in the past, I'd watch the U.S. team play only because there's some level of like, okay, U.S. can beat Germany or U.S. can beat whatever. It felt like the World War II all over again. But the U.S. team didn't even make the fucking tournament, which is embarrassing, first off. They didn't? I didn't no, know it's the first time in like... <laughs> We didn't even make, we couldn't even beat like we got beat by what Curacao or somebody some small like Antilles somebody in the Caribbean some Caribbean island beat us and we didn't qualify for the World Cup. I mean, we should legitimately the United States should be good at any international sport just because of our size and our money. There's no reason why we should not have a competitive like semi-major sport team in We any could sport. just pay like the athletes of other sports to be on the soccer team. We could just pick up the best soccer-playing kids in cages at the border and groom them. <laughs> Actually, a lot of our team is, is foreign. A lot of our team is foreign-born. Yeah. So, I mean, it's we get, like, Latin players to come play. It's like baseball or any other sport. We get a lot of Latin players to come play. They're U.S. citizens. That's all they have to be. And we still couldn't win. The whole thing was embarrassing. And soccer, by the way, is until they get rid of the – until they put a, a, a half-court line rule into soccer where you can't pass backwards, <laughs> which is – and basketball used to have that, right? But then, in like – 80 years ago, they decided that was lame. And then a, a shot clock, some kind of shot clock where you can't just hold the ball. For and soccer's so fucking dumb. They they still have the, the midfield line. Yes. So, like, be watching soccer with someone, I go, what does that do? They're like, oh, it's, doesn't, it's just no. there. It doesn't have any purpose. I'm like, well, then, A, why is it there? And then, B, as long as you have it, yes, why don't you institute yes. an over and back rule yes. so as to make this game somewhat watchable? It's a horrible sport. I mean, baseball sucks, but like I would put soccer below baseball. I, I would put it slightly above golf. The thing, about, the thing about baseball is even if it's a very low-scoring game, it's because somebody's pitching really well, whereas in soccer it's a low-scoring game because you can score one goal and bring all your guys back into defense. Yeah. And not let and try not to let the other team score a, a, a goal. So your goal is your goal basically is to win the game one nothing. That's the goal of soccer. It's to be the first to score the goal, then put all your defenders back way back behind the line and make it impossible for the other team to score. Why don't we just replace it with basketball? Uh, basketball is growing pretty big internationally. 
Because, like, I think football, I don't like American football very much. Um, but, you know, like, you know how it um, makes, it kills people? Like, it makes them brain dead and yes. uh, gives them CTE? So we could just make that rugby. Eliminate yes. the entire problem. A football? Same guys. Don't they still smash their heads into each other? Yeah, but it's less. Without helmets, they don't hit it quite as hard? Yeah, you don't see rugby players, uh, you know shooting their girlfriend the only thing i'll say about soccer i'll give this to so- i'll give one thing one nod to soccer which is that like literally anyone in the world can play soccer it doesn't matter how poor you are or where you come from all you need is a ball or the, a goat a goat bladder milk jug or- and milk jug and a dirt field and you can play soccer so i mean literally the kid the best soccer players in the world come from all over like just crappy places the barrios yeah it's not a like a rich guy sport or like there's no well like, you do need a field yeah, they play I mean, on- basketball, you could put a milk crate up on a telephone pole. Yes. I guess you need a Thank Dr. Naismith. Though. That's a. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you see, like, the kids in South America, like, in these dirt poor farms, they just stick up, like, two, two dead goats and they just kick the ball around the dirt. And the kid who's good is, like, good. He plays with the ball and he can move with his feet and kick it up in the air and stuff. And he's, like, six and he's just dead broke, but he's really good and eventually gets recruited by some team and makes millions. Uh, that's the only thing I'll say about soccer. Uh, don't forget to become a patron of the show on Patreon.com, Patreon.com forward slash Last Man on Earth, where now you can get exclusive bonus content. I, Matt, I don't know if you saw I added inf- you give shower reach arounds to people who became patrons. It's uh, schedule, schedule dependent. I have to do this now? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's schedule dependent if it fits, in, if it fits into your schedule. Uh, thanks to I'm all our new... I'm available. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Well, I'll show you the pictures. For, I'll show you the Tinder picture first. <laughs> thanks to all our new patrons. Get on this shit now before it disappears. If you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Minute Podcast or Facebook also Last Minute Podcast. All right. On to the show. Uh, Matt, do you have any tattoos? I've never asked you this question before. No, I don't. You have no tattoos. Is that unusual for a man from Alaska to have no tattoos? Uh, I don't think uh, I don't think Alaska is a big tattoo. It's unusual for a man in his thirties to not have any tattoos. It used to be like you were you were edgy yes. if you had the tattoos. Yes. Now I feel like I'm the rebel <laughs> for not having a tattoo. Yeah, for not having any. I thought uh, at your twelfth uh, birthday in Alaska, it was like a quinceanera version of Alaska. You got tattooed like some kind of back tattoo or full sleeve. No, people from Alaska aren't super corny like that. They don't. Well, if you serve in the military, so I, I give credence to people who uh, serve in the military to get, like, if you're a sailor over the seas, you got a tattoo in the Philippines, you got to get one of those. Yeah. Or if you kill people like in Afghanistan, you got a tattoo. Outside of that, I'm not so big on it. But uh, we actually have, so in Ho- West Hollywood, where you live, Kat Von D is a celebrity tattoo artist. I don't know how you become a celebrity tattoo artist. <laughs> like, I don't know if she's any better than anybody else, but she's a woman. It's very cool to be a, a female there, tattoo there artist. There needs to be a. a a documentary on the fact that her tattoo parlor burned, burned down burned twice. Down. Yes, yes. Not just once. And she cried both times and then collected the insurance do check. We, yeah, do we not have an arson unit? Like how, like if I took it to court, I wouldn't have to, they'd be like, well, what proof do you have? I'd be like, it burned down twice. Buildings don't burn down. This isn't San Francisco in the 1950s. It's, ta- it's like, tattoo. Tattoo buildings in West Hollywood aren't just combusting in the flame all the time. No, not typically. She's a well. She dated some famous people. She's an interesting, interesting character. But here's what got here's what got her in the news this week. Uh, she is pregnant. Somebody got a baby into her. I don't know the name of the guy. And she used Gross. to j- date uh, Jesse, uh, Jesse Jesse James. James. Yes, I, but apparently she upgraded or downgraded. Got a baby, and she, uh, in addition to being a vegan herself, she plans. She announced she plans to raise her future child vegan. After his his or her natural home birth underwater, you gotta have one of gotta have one of those. No medication, by the way. Um, Is the baby gonna get Hep C? 
Because <laughs> I'm only assuming that she has that. The baby's going to get a tramp stamp on the way out. <laughs> on the way out. <laughs> put a, a little anchor like in her vulva <laughs> on the way out. Uh, but here's the thing that got people upset. She announced she's an anti-vaxxer, an anti-vaccine people, who, by the way, should not have cool titles like anti-vaxxer. Because that sounds almost almost cool to you. Yeah, it makes it sound kind of cool. And then people on social media, even people who kind of love their, went nuts against the anti-vaccine people. I thought we were done with this anti-vaccine thing after like whooping cough and tuberculosis came back like in California and parents realized that they were following Jenny McCarthy's McCarthy's instructions. Like Jenny McCarthy at least gracefully bowed out. Yes. She realized that everything she was saying was complete bullshit. I think. I think her lawyer got with her at some point and said, look, you do not oh. want to be the, the woman whose name is on the, on the end of all these lawsuits when these <laughs> kids get sick. And she actually got, some, she actually got uh, married to, what's it, to the Wahlberg guy. So oh. Donnie Wahlberg. Do you not know that? Uh, of the Wahlbergers? Yeah, the, of, the Wahl- uh. <laughs> of the Wahlbergers. Uh, so here's my question to you. So she got all this shit on social media for saying she's not going to vaccinate her child. Who is more annoying? Uh, the nosy people who call out uh, uh, call out moms or future moms for saying they're not going to vaccinate their kids, or uh, vegan tattoo artists. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she really crammed like four annoying things into one tweet or statement or however she went about this. Like vegan, somewhat annoying, but like whatever. Natural home birth in water. Yes, that's gross. That's absolutely disgusting. And like, what? What if there's a, a complication? Like, that's why people. This is. I think this is to me. This we have is, hospitals. Yes. You know, to prevent. There's all kinds of complications that can go down during childbirth. I was. I was talking to uh, uh, one of my kids. I think about like why we have so much regulation around surgery, and why you have to go all these advanced tests before you go into the hospital, and you get to get blood tests, and you get heart check, and all this stuff. It's because we end up having a very low, we have a very successful surgery rate in this country, right. a procedure rate, a maternity rate, and deaths during childbirth because we spend $8 billion on every person who gives birth <laughs> in the hospitals with all this stuff. And it, what it does is, yeah, it probably injects some, some chemical stuff into the kids at some point, but it also prevents like a myriad of things that throughout history have killed children and mothers during childbirth. So, you know, maybe, you know, you do get uh, uh, some level of some foreign metal in your child's body to some molecular level at some point from all this modern medicine. But on the other hand, we've dropped from like a 30% death rate to like a 0.00003% infant mortality rate. So there is an upside to all this uh, modern medicine. Yeah, I mean, the same people complaining, like, like you said, there is like a minuscule amount of mercury in a vaccine. I feel like these are the same people that, you know, support coal. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the big pharma has a history, let's say, of, of doing some evil and malicious things. Yeah. So I think we're not, you know, to say, to say big pharma is, is trying to dupe the population is not a complete, complete conspiracy crazy, uh, you know, outlook to have. So I think there's possible that people were injured by the vac- by vaccination process. But you have to say it pales in comparison to the benefits of kids no longer having polio or scarlet fever yeah, the pharmacy- or measles, measles, mumps, and rubella. <laughs> Pfizer's bread and butter is not the goddamn polio vaccine anymore. Like no. These are the same people popping 
uh, you know, lorazepam or whatever. I'm, I'm assuming, like we've we've moved on to other. What percentage of people in this country are on antidepressants? It's like one in six. I think. Huge, like forty million or something like that. Um, yeah, you're right. They're not making their money. Off. In fact, they often run short on the vaccines. They're not making money off that. Well, the vaccines are like public domain now. Yeah, like, they're essentially doing it. Uh, well, I wouldn't say charity, but they're you know they're not. It's they're not, not a big making a profit. No, not uh, the United a big profit. Not in the United States is not. And I think kids like people don't realize like. 80 years ago when kids like now people worry about how are the kids going to die like they're teen the kids are teens uh drunk driving accident or like crossing the street or you know doing uh, doing drug cocaine with their friends or something like that in the old days there was always mumps some kid died of mumps or some kid died of tb or some kid died of polio like a lot of kids are like oh this year in seventh grade only we're missing 10 percent of our class they died they died <laughs> over the summer over the winter that stuff doesn't happen anymore it just doesn't happen because of vaccinations uh, so I think you have to admit people who are anti-vax are at least on the outer spectrum of kind of nutso about protecting their kids. Yeah, well, they're just misguided. And we throw the ve- we throw the part that they won't eat meat or animal animal products in there <laughs> and they're, while they're while they're inking people <laughs> with with, need- with needles. Could you imagine a home w- underwater birth? What does that even have to do with anything? Like why why is it? In the water, uh, and who's changing the water <laughs> when you're done? Well, I don't think it's like the tub. I don't. Know. The theory is that the child is is in the placenta and water. So when the placenta when the placenta breaks, and the child is delivered. They're delivered into water. Well, based so, on that logic, why don't we just have the child live in water like the fucking <laughs> the, the like Jar, like Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> like just, yeah, I don't know. Like a fish? Go back to fish? Yeah. What was the movie where the chick fucked the fish guy? Uh, um, yes. Shape of water. The shape of water. Yeah, we'll just have them live in the bathtub. By she did, she that did, logic. Fuck a fish. Uh, here, here, this this story goes to a larger article, which is a, a larger issue that uh, women who have uh, babies late in life and have one child are all insane. They're all literally insane. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like if you went to like again, I don't mention the cages again down at the border, but if you went to like those women, the Mexican ladies crossing the border with their with the four or five kids. They're dying to get vaccinations for their kids. They're dying to get vaccinations for their kids. Yeah. They're dying to have like a hospital to deliver their child instead of the field. They're dying to get like to get meat, meat for their ch- meat and milk for their children. Dude, and they they know if I had a, you have what you have seventeen children I something believe? like that yeah fourteen that I, I legally recognize honestly if I had a kid and I was in Malibu and my kid got whooping cough I would go track down whoever didn't vaccinate their kid cat fondy and i would beat the shit out of the dad of that family <laughs> even though i'm sure it was not his decision no it's never the dad i'm not decision. gonna beat up the mom that's no. just you know dads are dads take dads take shots and don't even ask what the hell's in them <laughs> mom i mean this is i get women are having babies much older now and they're much crazier by the time they get older and they have so much more free time and energy and money to think about these things yeah and they're only having one kid now so i don't know how old she is late 30s i assume or 40 and by the time they get to that thing, they're thinking like it's like a, a crea- their baby is like a creation of their lifetime for them, right. as opposed to like I said, the ladies of the border who are just getting knocked up at nineteen and start spitting out the kids. To them, it's like how do I keep these kids alive? Versus her, like how do I have the perfect child with self esteem, not touched by any foreign any foreign objects, so forth. Which is why the kids are assholes. Oh by yes, the way, because they're doted on to a completely unhealthy degree. Whereas. If you were 19 and you had that kid and, you know, you're the Guatemalan woman who's, you know, having to bust tables and then, you know, the kid has time to, to figure shit out on its own and doesn't think he's all that important, uh, which is good. Um, yeah. 
it, less if, of an asshole. And yeah, this kid's also, this kid's also going to have some really bad tattoos. <laughs> so, Dude, will, she ta- will she tattoo? Isn't tattooing worse than meat? Well, t- I don't think like it's not very natural. Injecting ink into your body can be like healthy necessarily. Like I, I don't know that it's dangerous, but I I wouldn't recommend it. If she renounced tattooing, I would give her I give her a little more credit. Can we tell these women? By the way, we haven't caught up with this in terms of uh, society because these older privileged you know you know i mean white kate von white you know she made her own money so i I wouldn't say privileged but you know well-to-do white women yes um your body starts dying around what 33 34 wow so what happens is they they get like a one of those spatter guns (laughs) like a texturizer that you use uh, to, to paint a wall and they blast a bunch of uh, zygotes, I believe, into your cervix. Right? Is that a splatter gun with zygote splatter gun? I believe that's how it works. That's a medical terminology. So it's like, I'm having twins. How weird. It's like, no, it's not weird at all. Because, <laughs> you see, what they're doing is hoping one sticks. So at this point, if every rich white woman is having twins... That's not that's not an anomaly anymore. No, it's not. There's, it's not. It's now triplets is the only anomaly. Trumps are no longer an anomaly. And I think there's something to be said for the way uh, our, you know how you say our culture sucks now. There's something to be said for that in relation to the fact that these uh, ladies are having less children, or birth rates down, having less children, and much later in life. It's definitely affecting the way kids are being raised and the attitudes of kids. Oh, so. Yeah. Matt, let me ask you, Suge Knight, you and Suge Knight were close at one time, I think. Didn't he hold you upside down by your ankles and force you to sign a contract? No, I saw him in 7-Eleven, and I bumped into him, and he's uh, rock solid. Really? Oh, yeah. no, I fat. I ran into him. Uh, He's fat, but muscle. So like offensive lineman fat? Yeah, like fat over muscle. Yeah, like WWE wrestler fat? And I was kind of... uh, I was kind of buzzed. It was like six in the morning and I'd been up all night. Of course. So I ran into him and then in my head I was like, oh, this guy's killed a bunch of people. Like, play it cool. But when I ran into him, I, I dropped a two liter bottle of soda that I was holding yes. and it like sprayed all over him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I go. Did he look like I'm about to kill you? Like you're about to be dead? No. He looked at me like, uh, it's all good. No problem. He seems like one of those guys who he's obviously killed a lot of people and he's been shot himself many times. He seems like one of those guys who follows that like, like combatant versus civilian rule where he knows just to kill the people like essentially to kill black rappers that no one's going to care about. Yeah. And not to kill like random white civilians, which would draw, draw the police attention on him. Right. And he was in West Hollywood. He did have like 14 guys just like <laughs> lounging in like on top of cars in the parking lot for no apparent reason. But yeah, it couldn't have been nicer. Like if I didn't know who he was, I'd be like, oh, that's a nice man. Yeah, I think he's, like, he, I, he strikes me as being smart enough to know to like separate his illicit activities from his like just around town nice guy, Suge Knight guy. Yeah. Like I'm in the white part of town. I'm going to be nice Suge Knight guy versus I'm going back to death row and now it's time to like murder somebody, murder somebody or be shot. He's been shot, I believe, nine times. So... Well, if you see him though, he's so big. I could yeah. see how he could sustain. I mean, I you know, I could probably only take like three bullets. And I'm you know, I'm a goner, but he took three. His last uh, shooting incident, he got shot out of a club three times, 
uh, walked to his car and drove away. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't like flesh wound. It wasn't like a flesh wound to like the, you know, whatever. There was free body shots and he walked away. So Tupac, little twink Tupac, yes. uh, he, <laughs> they both got shot by the same guy. And, uh, you know, Tupac uh, expired. Suge Knight, I believe, is impossible to kill. Although he keeps claiming he's dying in prison if he doesn't get his, like, special things he needs. Watching him cry and beg for shit is really kind of sad. Oh, so- dude. He was in court and he pretended to have a seizure. Yes. It was so embarrassing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, it was so not convincing. He doesn't have that sympathetic look to him at all. Uh, so I don't think it's worth But so his mother, so he's still in jail. Like, I feel like this murder trial has been going on for like three years. So the last guy he killed, he ran over with a truck, his giant monster truck, which he claimed was an accident. But then he rolled backwards and forward over him a few times just to make sure. Wasn't that, by the crushed. way, if I'm not mistaken, on the set of a movie yes. in which he was a character who killed people in the movie? <laughs> he was a, uh, invited to the set for some reason. Some other rival guys were on the set of the movie or TV show. He rolled up in his monster truck and just basically <laughs> ran the guy over. <laughs> And then he said, claimed it was an accident, but you can see he ran, he swerved really hard to hit the guy, and he tried to hit a second. He tried to hit a second guy. It's <laughs> not an accident no. at all. It was on camera, so he's fucked. But it was like three years ago, I think, and he's been in prison ever since. He had his bail revoked, so he's in prison for 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 first degree murder. Uh, but his mom died. My Suge Knight's mom passed away, and so he tried to get out on bereavement leave out of jail, like a forty eight hour pass out of prison to attend his mom's funeral. And of course, everyone was like, "Oh, you got to let the man attend his mom's funeral." But here's the thing. Isn't this the chance that Suge Knight, if they let him out, would just make a giant run for it with like 20 guys with Uzis? There's no way he's going to just to see his mom's funeral. Well, that's why he's, I believe, not allowed out on bail because he's been threatening every witness in the case. And so the case keeps building. And so he's perpetually just in jail i like i don't, I don't they don't they generally don't let homicide cases out of, out of jail on pat on pat on special passes like on for funerals or for things like that unless it's a real dire emergency they do not let like guys accused of first degree murder out of for anything but everyone's like oh this is Suge Knight. come on even Suge Knight deserves to see his mom one last time it's a whole th- it's a whole thing there's no, a whole he, that's like the he shouldn't I just don't get what's in it for him. Like, he had a, a lot of money. I'm sure he still does. It's like you could have just, you know, the the old expression: you can take the gangster, you can take the guy out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the guy. But isn't that what makes him great? Well, he's authentic. He kills his own people. I don't get why he's not a rapper. By the way, like rapping isn't that hard. I was listening to one of Tupac's um, old songs called keep your head up yeah so tupac says you know it makes me unhappy when brothers make babies and leave a young mother to be a pappy <laughs> i'm like you tell me suge knight can't do that like is he retarded why can't he why wasn't he just tupac why, why didn't he, he just make himself the guy uh i don't know maybe he wanted to be the guy behind the guy and steal all the, first i get to steal all the money so that's really that's really good <laughs> get the kill by the way there was another rapper killed this week they had their riots last night on melrose avenue i don't know if you saw that yeah the the uh i've never heard of any of these people the shoppers were because I, I live you know two blocks from yeah. there so i was watching it on live stream there was this is a bunch of 14 year old white kids basically yeah how do they pick at west hollywood and Melrose Avenue as the as a rapper as a rapper tribute X X X Tentation or something like that. I don't know the names of these guys anymore. 
There's like TMZ covers basically every. What TMZ does is they take a picture of every black guy leaving a club. I used to announce he's a rapper. I'm just convinced of it. Well, There's this dude, so I, many na- rapper names. I had though. not heard of him either, but he, his album debuted at number one. Number one, on, not on the hip hop charts, in the on the, you know, the top, whatever. Charts. So the West Hollywood white guys got all crazy and, and started burning shit last night in, in, in Melrose. Yeah, and I wasn't paying attention because I don't give a fuck. But like, uh, it, I noticed that it was centered right outside of the Rite Aid. Which is where they sell liquor. So yeah, I don't okay. know if that happened to be part of it. But it's like, why are the cops shooting rubber bullets? It's like, well, there's people standing on the street. It's like, okay, well, I don't, see, you know, I still don't get why you're shooting. You're them. very, you're very sympathetic to the the plight of the common man, Matt. But I have to say, if I was a cop and all those white kids were riding in Melrose and I had a gun with rubber bullets, I would just target practice the shit out of people. Well, yeah, that's how cops think. Yes, but I wouldn't aim for the head. I would not aim for the head, but I would just do body <laughs> shots. Knowing I couldn't kill him, I would just shoot away at every annoying person. But what's life. the? I thought there's supposed to be an element of a threat, like a force escalation. If you're going to be shooting, like by the way, you don't want to get shot with a rubber bullet. No, it hurts. It like sounds a, very benign, pain, very painful, but it's basically a bullet. Yeah, it could actually could kill you if it hits you in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse. It's worse than a BB gun. We just shoot people. We shoot kids with BB guns as a kid. It felt really fun. I actually thought about going down there yeah. to hang out, and then I was like, "You would have got shot." Wait, no, <laughs> you would have got shot. So, you, would you agree that letting Suge Knight out for any reason is a bad idea? He's going to have yes. escape armored vehicles drive up with guys with Uzis jump out and make the big escape for the border. That would be a great story, though. There's no way he's not go- trying to escape if he gets out. Dude, he could have easily just boarded a fucking private jet at some point. And been in like you know Panama chilling, like. But he's such a weird guy yeah. that he, I think his plan was to like kill all the other witnesses, <laughs> yeah, probably, including the including the guy who had the videotape they sold to uh, Channel Seven or whatever. <laughs> uh, Matt, let me ask you. We got an email from Alan. Uh, Alan wants to know, is there a greater disconnect between men and women than in the reaction to Chrissy Teigen in a social media photo using a breast pump on the way to a fancy dinner with John Legend? Uh, I should say, by the way, since I don't like John Legend, it was a John Legend photo he took of his, amazing like wi- Legend? of his amazing wife who was taking him out to a, fi- a dinner for Father's Day and at the same time was breast pumping, uh, taking, uh, had the pumps on her breast, breast pumping milk for the kids, wherever the fuck the kids were, the kids were, the kid or kids are. So here's the fun thing. So every every woman online wrote most amazing, empowering thing ever. What a working woman pumps, up, takes care of a man, and takes care of the kids. There's nothing sexual about this. This is the most beautiful thing a woman can do. She's a real modern woman. All that crap. And all the guys are like, man, look at her, t- look at her tits. Her lucky baby. She's, lucky baby. By the way, it's completely sexual. This isn't like a a, a, a waiting room pamphlet. Of, of a cartoon of a woman pumping. She's winking at the camera yes. with her gigantic, supple tit hanging yes. out. Yes, Like, she obviously knows exactly what she's doing. And, and nor does she des- necessarily deserve any blame. I mean, there's plenty of chicks that have sort of obnoxious Instagram accounts. But, like, how... It's a pl- when she you, knows what she's doing. Yes, it's a ploy for attention from... Both actually, both women and men, because her accounts get bigger from both women and men. Because the men who want to see her boobs keep signing up for her accounts, and then the women keep giving her adulation. And then she gets like daytime TV talk shows and stuff because that's how it works in this world today. But are these women 
retarded? Like, do they think that... Like, I understand that at some point there's a need... Well, actually, I don't exactly understand, but I guess you need to pump <laughs> I'll fail you breast milk for some for some apparent reason and stockpile it. In your well, it's fridge. like the nursing, like the late, like the last year was all the celebrities nursing their babies and the fo- Instagram photos where they're like on set of their jo- of, of the show and they're like n- taking a break to nurse a kid with a close up of their boob and, the, and, the, and not hiding anything right. and talking about how empowering that was. But so if this, that's sorry, go ahead. no, but this is like this is obviously it's clearly a cynical ploy to get attention and get applause. Right, the, like, are these whoever's offended by this? By the way, just kill yourself. But no, I don't think anyone gets offended. The guys were just getting getting horny, but they're <laughs> offended by the guys being horny. Oh, the women, you mean? Yes. The no, look, you're not supposed to look. You're not supposed to. I mean, by the way, who, nobody really. That, we had talked about this last year with the with the breastfeeding in public thing. There are not people telling. There are not legitimately any number of people telling women to stop breastfeeding in public. There's just nobody no. who does that. Even the people that are offended by that for whatever reason are not going up to women and telling them to, to leave. No, but it, I just like, are we in some alternate reality? So, okay. So the people that are offended by this, do they think, okay, so she has to pump the breast milk, right? Uh, do they think yeah, that she, she does at some point to document it and post it to the public? Is that part of the process of getting the breast milk? <laughs> yes, like if it's not, the milk will not flow until it, like what the lights, the fuck the lights are, come in. Like, it, it's, it's insane. It, it's a really it, what I've noticed on uh, line on social media is that the way that these celebrities and the magazines talk to women is as if, as if they're really dumb, like as if they're really juvenile. Like they will not even like pretend to make a sophisticated argument for something. They'll just go like post a picture and go like amazing, you know, right. like. Like it's all emotional. It's entirely emotionally based. There's no like the answers. This. Like the answers to your questions are not just relevant. this. Yes, yes, there are no words. Yes, it's like, I'm sorry. Aren't you a fucking writer? We live. <laughs> we live for this. Well, they're all. Oh, they're all twenty. How are there no words? There are no words. Your, we live. The entire definition of your job is that you come up with words. Uh, I think it was uh, Cosmo. Cosmo headline. I think said we live for this. Like what? what? I don't what? know what that means. I don't know either. Just like this is like no matter how tragic and downtrodden your life as a woman is on this planet, to see Chrissy Teigen in the back of her Escalade limousine, breast pumping on her way to, to uh, wherever fans, Michelin star dinner with John, with John Legend. It's so fucking is insane. what we live for. Dude, it's not like like I would kind of get it if a paparazzi snapped a photo and she was trying to cover it up. She took the photo. Yeah, her husband took the photo. Or her husband took the photo to, to talk to Brett, talk up his wife. He does talk up his wife a lot. How amazing she is! But it's always about her breast. It's always about her breasts. It's always it's always related to breastfeeding or pumping or or something like that. And it's like she doesn't have any. Ta- she doesn't have. I mean, he sings obviously and writes music, so he has some talent. She has no talent, and he's trying. to... This is how you pump up, like how you look like a feminist empowering your wife is by saying, "Look how amazing she is." Without actually showing anything amazing, just writing the word, just write the word amazing, and then like ten thousand women go like, "Oh my god, you made my day! You made my day!" <laughs> like what? But with, I think I mean I don't I don't know how intentional it is. Like with her, I feel like she doesn't take herself that seriously, so I really can't hate on her too much. I I think she's gaming the system, right? Yeah. She's totally gaming the system. She has a talk show and she does a TV show at night. She does a, one of those uh, karaoke shows. She's got, and she's in magazines all the time now as like the mom. It's amazing how like, I remember when Kendra Wilkinson, who was the, the Hefner wife, 
She was a stripper. Oh, I know her. Yeah, yeah. she was a stripper at 18. She got fake, fake boobs when she got turned 18, became a stripper in high school, then got picked to be one of Hefner's, uh, wasn't Playboy naked, got picked to be one of Hefner's wife, five wives or whatever on that fucking show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, that, that turnaround, she got married to the football player who turned out to be gay. <laughs> no, I didn't know Egg that. Basket. Well, he got arrested with tranny prostitutes before. Oh. Um, and all of a sudden, she pivoted completely and started when she had a baby and became like traditional American mom. And she wrote all she did was cover stories about her babies, writing stories about her babies, about baby care, about being pregnant, about how you know, difficult it is to be a working mom, all that stuff. And she started selling books to women, like the women who would have hated her two years earlier because she was a stripper slash prostitute and now she's writing story like having the baby turned her into some sort of like you're in the club now and now we'll take advice life advice from you it's the most yeah well she's a sociopath i mean <laughs> like i i would like to write the foreword for her book and just be like uh this woman uh voluntarily fucked like an 85 year old disgusting yes. Yes. like splotchy gross guy yeah uh, so i really don't have any respect for anything she says whatsoever she started wearing sweaters and she became like the mom like the mom guru, the mommy guru and selling books about like you know the best be the best mommy you can be and, and women started buying the books like okay i'll just take advice from her take advice from her are we being too hard on what because based on just the conversation so far i just I feel like women are stupid. Uh, no, well, we're I, don't, about- I don't really think that way. I just think we need to balance it out. I'm glad you mentioned that, man. I'm now going to introduce your segment on you explain why men who don't carry cash are losers of the first order. I was your article on mattrelson.net this week. Yeah, there's a ha- oh, thanks. Uh, there's a happy medium. Um, in terms of these are by the way these are guys who never have cash in their pocket right dude i had a friend that just said i don't carry cash (laughs) i'm like okay so let's say we go to a usc football game who's paying for the parking uh who's tipping let's say we go into the the uh vip you know place where the drinks are free right who's tipping the bartender um who's i am by the way, you're framing this as hypothetical. I think this is how you spend your weekends. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. No, and I'm angry about it. Uh, so you don't want to be the fucking cheese ball. So what's he do? He, offer, he offers the carrying, card? He pulls you know, the card, the plastic out? A bunch of Benjamins. Uh, no, he just doesn't. I, I give people cash that don't have cash. <laughs> uh, like, have you ever said, like, and I've run out of cash. I go, yeah. oh, I don't have any cash. Someone goes, okay, I'll pay your cover. Don't yeah. work. No big deal. But that's like very rare. I usually have cash. If you're a guy that never has cash, that means depending on what circles you run in, you're saving one to $10,000 a year. By not carrying by, cash? By not carrying cash. Well, now it sounds kind of smart. Well, it is. Well, it's. it's I think I always thought ma- people. Manipulative. I always thought people who. I always thought just from a financial perspective, people who carry cash spend less because you actually have to hand over cash. When you buy things right. versus a credit card, like when you open up a tab, as you know, when you open up a tab at a bar with a credit card, you have no idea what's going. You have no long idea what's right. going on. But if you have to pay for every drink, right? Then all of a sudden, there's like like a tactile, very 
physical feeling of like, wow, I'm handing over cash. Yeah, handing over. Yeah. Like you get one beer and you give them a 20 and they give you back like $7. Yes. And you're like, fuck. fuck I'm going to have like maybe one more. <laughs> but when it's on your card, you're like, you don't, you don't get the bill till a month later. You're like, oh, whatever. Yeah, the card is very almost kind of it yeah, lures detached. You. Yes. I feel like people that uh, have credit cards, like you put stuff on the credit card, but they never like pay it back. Like... I don't really know. Like, I, I, you have to pay your credit card back. <laughs> well, I try and not run up debt, but I'm just saying if I, you know, put a hundred bucks on a credit card, my the first thing on my mind isn't let me pay that money back yes. to the credit card. It takes a while, but that's why they ding you with seventeen percent interest or whatever they're making. It. That's where they make their money off of. There's also, but do you, but do you, let me go back. Do you think the guys who are not carrying cash are doing so specifically to save to to chintz off their friends? Okay, so I have one friend who's kind of a douche, uh, douchebag. And I know that he's doing this on purpose because he, there's just no way. So every time I go with him, he's like, Hey, do you want to go down to whole foods and grab, you know, I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, I forgot my wallet. <laughs> I'm like, how did, so you didn't know. You went to the grocery store without your wallet. That it wasn't there when you left. Uh, and I, he's doing it on purpose. Um, you think it was wallet optional today at the Whole, at the Whole Foods? I, I just think that... Um, By the way, you shouldn't have buddies that want to go to Whole Foods. Well, it's close. Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's perhaps. It's a cheap... It's a, it's a che- I know there's only... Uh, to me, there's only two, re- two types of guys who should have no money in them. One, they're bro- dead broke, so they have, no money. they have no money. It's not an option. Or two, they're excessively wealthy, and they have an Amex black card, and so there's really no reason for them to carry around. They're buying so much shit. There's no reason they're not going to carry like ten grand in cash in their pocket for their daily for their daily purchases. When they go to Barney's, Barney's of Beverly Hills, they're not going to carry cash with them to pay four thousand dollars for whatever the hell they're buying. So they can use the card, but everyone else in the middle, I think, should have cash. Yeah, I mean, you need, yeah, you need it to tip. You just need to have twenty to just get a hundred bucks and put it in your wallet. It'll probably last you, you know, a week or two. I have to give you one tip on this, Matt, in case you accidentally get a woman pregnant in the future. This could happen. Uh, when you have cash in your wallet, your kids steal it. <laughs> That's just what happens. Really? Yes. If you have cash in your wallet, your kids will take, your kids will take it. So there's something to be said for plastic, which they cannot use until, until they're 18. Yeah. I'm looking at, I'm looking at you, Jesse. <laughs> Money goes, when you have cash around and you have a family, Money goes, cash money goes really fast. It disappears into the ether really fast. But isn't it such a bitch move? Like, if you're buying, a, you know, a new TV or something, it's like obviously credit card. No one's paying for that in cash. But, like, if you're buying a bag of Cheetos. Yes. Like, do you really have to? Because you see the guy, you got to hold the car. We haven't perfected this. No, and, it gets and worse and worse. The lines are taking forever and that whole chip thing was just a bank conspiracy to fuck over every business. But you got to like wait and it's like push this, is it debit or credit? And then you got to and you're just holding, you're holding the card up like a pussy <laughs> waiting to, to swipe it, which is a very sort of not especially masculine. Well, compared, uh, to, compared to inserting the car in, in the <laughs> slot, which is a very sexual, a very, very subtle sexual thing. Dude, the Rite Aid by my house, I went yesterday to buy um, bleach and laundry detergent and whatnot. And I'm like, if everyone just paid for their 
fucking toilet paper and cash. <laughs> like I was standing there for like five minutes yeah. and I wanted to look to the person next to me like, what the fuck? What is going on right now? Why, why, you, why, why am the, I standing here? Why don't you use the self-service checkout ones that never work? That have 19 instructions, 19 sets of instructions. Oh, yeah. Which they, so you have a bottle of wine and you go through there and they're like, oh, you can't uh, buy wine here. I'm like, oh, yeah, because that, that makes a lot of sense. Only a human being can. Uh, I don't like selecting my language. First, I don't like selecting my language. I'm like English, English or fucking. If you can't check out in English, you can't buy it at the store. But you're right. The ships have gotten worse. I agree. I, I, I thought that was a, I don't want to, this was a man, getting down a man segment, but I thought that was like a female, more of a female trait to not carry cash that it, versus a masculine thing because the masculine men like to have resources on them, like never to be caught short of resources. Well, there's the guy that thinks he's, uh, that tries to impress women by having like the big wad of cash. The big roll, the, with the, uh, with the, uh, Money clip. The money clip. The money clip's a certain sign. Well, you see less and less of that. Because <laughs> the, the the joke used to always be like Seinfeld had a bit about how women love to write checks. Yes, which is kind of true. Um, Twenty years ago, now they're using the card. Now they're using the cards. Yeah, some I, old ladies still use the checks. Women don't have cash. No, um, but I, I have cash. But if you think about it, it's less safe for women to have cash. It's you know women don't like to carry don't need to carry the cash usually it's a, that's why I say I think it's a gender it's a gender thing so men who don't carry cash is a little scary. Well, I think burglaries or not burglaries, but what do you call it? Um, muggings. Muggings. Thank you. Have gone way down since the debit card came out. Oh, because they don't carry cash anymore. Because no one has cash. Yeah. Like remember, like every eighties movie, you'd be watching yes. like Trading Places. Yes. The guy's picking a pocket. My dad used to tell me like you're going to Seattle. Yeah. Uh, put. Watch out for the pickpockets. Yes. Well, I did that with my kids. <laughs> we went down to uh, Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Boulevard, Hollywood and uh, Highland. Oh, God. With, the, with, uh, with all the creatures there, all the uh, pedophile creatures there. <laughs> because it literally is so crowded, and there's so many, there's so many thieves down there. I said, you've got to put your, you put your wallet in your front pocket. Because there's so much physical contact going on there when you're walking down the street. Even just like the, the creatures grab you. I'm like, ah, it's, they're, they're all, they, all have, they all have prison records. So what's your... Or if you go to the gypsies like in Rome. I, I told you already, but I saw Superman. Oh. Do something horrible. No, he's, he's just homeless now. Yeah. I, oh, saw, they're all horrible. I saw Superman pushing a shopping cart a couple blocks. Oh, that's so uh, but Why was dude, he flying with it? If you're, <laughs> <laughs> if you're a pickpocket at this point, what's your, what's your uh, score? No. Like you know $8? What, you know where all the pickpockets have moved on to? Stealing the Amazon boxes. Stealing delivery boxes from UPS and Amazon. Yeah, that happened to me. Yeah, that's a lot. That's like rampant now. Right. So all the pickpockets have, have upgraded to getting like minivans, inconspicuous minivans, and, steal, and stealing packages from people. I mean, The Purge is not, well, the first one, I, I guess I just saw the trailer for, it's like the third one, I think. I think it's the fourth one, yes. Or, the, or whatever, yeah. Uh, not a good movie, but in concept, not I'm, like, I'm kind of starting to like think I could get behind that. The Purge is killing people? You yeah, can, I would just kill the guy that steals the UPS packages. You know what you can do instead of just uh, the, the, the rule of the purge for one night a year? Just move to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's a purge every night there. Some guy steps on your front lawn, just blah, blah, blast the shit out of him. So George Zimmerman is like the the, 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 purge, ori- the, the original, original purge. purge? The original purger. Just kill someone because you feel like it? Uh, Matt, let me ask you about a guy from Juneau, Alaska. You have to defend all guys from Alaska. Uh, Charles Melton. Shout out. Shout out to Juno. Uh, did you hate guys from Juno? No, my uncle and my cousin live in 
Juneau. What was the, what was the intercity route? The largest intercity rivalry in Alaska. Um, well, I guess Fairbanks and Anchorage. They're really? like an eight-hour drive. Did they make fun of each other for various traits they had at those cities? Um, I don't think anyone really. Alaska cares. sounds very mellow. Yeah, it, like a pla- yeah, it does not sound like a place for you at all. There's no gangs because, well, there are gangs, but like, but there's, there's no, no redneck jokes about different cities or something. Well, Anchorage is a bigger city, and so um, I think maybe some people in Anchorage look at at Fairbanks as more of a redneck city, which, if you ever go there, is absolutely true. Um, but Juneau is way far away from every other city. I mean, you can't drive there. Alaska is a uh, giant, giant state. Yeah. Seward, 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 Seward. Seward's Folly. <laughs> like a, I actually went down I, once when I was in Southern Georgia. Uh, I went to a stand-up comedy show, and the, the guy in Southern Georgia was ripping on how people from Alabama were rednecks. <laughs> and the crowd went crazy. The crowd went crazy. And as a, as a person from, uh, from way outside that area, I could not pick up on the differences whatsoever. Like everything he was saying about Alabama seemed to me like the same as Southern Georgia. Yeah, it's kind of the pot calling the kettle black. But literally, they, had the, they all went like, oh, God, I just met this guy from Alabama. He did his, like whatever in his front yard. He had the three pickups in his front. I'm like, I just saw that on the street here in Southern Georgia. I think in Alaska there's, um, there's, there's a psychotic obsession with basketball. I don't know how it originated. Probably because it's cold out and it's an indoor sport. Um so like when I go back, I love my friends to death, but it's like, can you, sh- do you can you talk about something else? Yeah, please. Like motorcycles on ice. There, yeah, <laughs> anything. anything. Um, so there's, I think there's like there's like basketball, like in like in town, there's like high school basketball. It's a big sport. Rivalries. Okay. So it's like it's like baseball fuck here in you LA. If you're from this high school, gotcha. You know, but, but you're above all that. Does it was this not one of the high school that attached you to the flagpole? <laughs> the flagpole. No, I didn't get attached. <laughs> humility, to the I got initiated. The, yeah. So being a millennial, but like the you know the the um, oldest millennial, they so they used to initiate you in high school by yeah taping you uh, ass backwards to the flagpole, and by the time I got there, like people were like, okay, we need to stop. Sodomy, sodomy is not as cute I mean, as it used to yeah, be. Yeah, we need to stop <laughs> sodomizing 14-year-olds. So I was at a bonfire at a keg drinking keg beer. I was a freshman, and the other guys were seniors, and they said, we'll make you a deal. Just show your butt crack to these girls, and we'll call it a day. <laughs> and I was like, done and done. Those guys were super cool, by the way. Really? Oh. It was like uh, uh, in Dazed and Confused when the seniors were paddling the freshmen. It always no, I just you. missed that. I I missed that. Luckily, yeah. I don't know why it always had to do with like the seniors making the freshmen have their ass injured. It always struck me as very homo- homosexual, latently homosexual. Oh, there's always ass. Pad- there's always ass paddling going on or ass torture. I don't even know if yeah, it's always ass related. I don't know if it was just the the time. You know, the times were changing. I think these guys were just actually cool. Yes, like I just luckily happened into a, a cool crew of seniors i feel like we could, a psychiatrist could dig a lot deeper in that story with you and like some tears would roll and the real story would come out but we don't have time for that now because we're just talking, discussing charles melton from riverdale do you watch cw matt a lot of cw there's so many shows now. Like, not only do I not know what the show is, I don't even know what the fucking channel is. CW, <laughs> it stands for Chicks, 
Chicks with Water Eyes or something like that. It's the old uh, Warner Brothers Network and WB. Par- the WB and the parent what was the Paramount Network merged together. There was like that Paramount, uh, the Param- UPN, UPN and WB merged together and Gosh. formed the CW, which is basically does like uh, what Gilmore Girls. They did like uh, Felicity shows the uh, uh, Dawson's Creek. It shows for teenage girls is what I can tell. Don't they do a lot of um, black no, shows? No, no. You're thinking I'm thinking of something show. else? No, this is purely a very white channel for, oh, white, okay. for white suburban girls. And so they have a show of Riverdale based on the Archie comics, but it's all updated at modern times with the cool characters in high school. And so I guess it's just like One Tree Hill with <laughs> Archie comics. Because there's no way you're out of touch if you write a show about a comic book that always sucked and has not been popular for 50 years. Or yeah, true. Or Although they make those into big, huge blockbuster summer movies now, too. So this one was particularly... It was a high, what it was allowed them to make another, yet another high school show and have an excuse to do it. Um, but only... Like, if you ask me to name off a bunch of comic books, like Archie, that's... You know, that's like a gay. That's like a gay guy thing. <laughs> it is now. It is now it's because can, it's super campy. They've literally updated the Archie comics and re-released it as a very progressive, uh, leftist uh, LGBT LGBT comic. But it wasn't that political. There was. It was basically two hot chicks. So it was like, do you have a thing for blonde chicks or or brunettes? You know, there was one hot blonde, Jewish one hot brunette. Chicks. Yeah, and uh, and Jughead was like supposed to be funny, but he. There was nothing funny it was about like, it. It was like a comic book. It was like of, he eats a lot of hamburgers. It was a comic book of Happy Days, basically. If you really found Happy Days, uh, not too many black people in the Archie uh, <laughs> no, there was, series. There was not. Although I'm sure Riverdale does. So this kid Charles Melton, he plays Reggie from the Archie comics on the show. He's the gayest looking man I've ever seen. He may be gay in the show. For all I know, I don't I'm, mean I'm, that in a pejorative sense. I'm just saying if you. Look at that guy. You can he tell. looks like a twink male model. Yes. Uh, so he came on the show in the, in the season two to replace another guy in the same character. I don't know how that works. But anyhow, here's something they do now. So they dug up tweets from this guy. So, of course, he's beloved by women, young and old women who watch the show. They dug up tweets from him from 2012 where he was making fun of fat women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some examples include fat chicks need to understand that wear yoga pants is a privilege, not a right. Don't tease fat kids. They already have enough on their plates. That's <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> and, yes. and headed to the gym, words of wisdom for the day. If you're fat, don't look in the mirror, which I'm not sure is really a joke. Yeah, that's just mean. <laughs> that's just sort of, that's, I think we can agree that's kind of mean. But here's the thing. So now all the women who watch the show are protesting this, this kid, this young actor, and want him thrown off the show because he's offended the fact that they all are women who have weight issues and body issues, and he's fat shamed them, even though it's in the past. Uh, is this like where we're? At? Where, this is, uh, it's not a question. Where this is where we're at, right? Where they dig up shit from old six, seven years ago. You tweeted. I mean, you and I will never get a show, get a show anywhere. Not that it caters to women. Because think about the shit they're going to pull up from from your Twitter feed. Um, uh, you could take a lot of stuff out of context. I think this was in context. I think he was making fat jokes about fat. Jo- he was twenty at the time, and I, or nineteen or twenty at the time. And I think he was all full of himself and was making fat jokes. <laughs> if I went to, if I was at Crunch and he was making fun of fat girls at Crunch or whatever, um, he may be gay for all I know. I don't know. But you hear this shit on the internet. You hear this stuff on social media. All these jokes on social media all the time. So is this? I mean, this is where we're at, right? This is like. You can never be, no one can ever be on TV or be a politician or be anything anymore unless you have no social media track record, 
which everyone's going to have shit for. Um, even Joy Reid from MSNBC had the stuff where she was hom- doing homophobic jokes from like 10 years ago. Are we doomed? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, should, I he, should he resign? Should Charles Melton resign his position as Reggie? Well, his agent and or manager should be fired because at that point you got to you basically got to, you know, scrub the account. That's for, the first thing you got to do for anything weird. But, you know, it also, again, just goes to show like there is zero benefit to having a Twitter account. <laughs> That's true. Um, well, now he probably actually does really well by it because I'm sure he has a huge following from from being on the CW show. So he's just I wouldn't say hunky. He's just. Uh, handsome, a feminine, handsome uh, actor who's beloved by a female audience. He probably does really well on social media. That somebody actually went back six years ago and found some old tweets. Maybe he deleted. Maybe they're in an old account. They snapped that shit up now, Matt. You can't just erase it anymore. I could have told you that he was from Alaska based on the. There's this bizarre aggression <laughs> that that people seem to have, like. Words, word, word of wisdom for the day: If you're fat, don't look in the mirror. Like that's that? just an extremely aggressive statement. Yes, there's no way to take that out of context. That's just him at the gym going like, "Oh man, there's a fat girl." Like you know, whatever, and he he's tweets it from the gym. Right. That's just an angry aggro guy. Exactly. So, but does, should you? I mean, is that something where he needs to resign now because he's shown his true colors? And by the way, he's not a very funny comedian. His jokes, his jokes, his jokes about the stretch pants jokes. Even six years ago, were tired. Were tired. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Can I have no opinion on this? Like, no, you I, can't. I he's, from really Alaska. he's from Alaska. You have to defend him. <laughs> he's, he's he's in the wiki page of famous Alaskans. I made that up. I mean, <laughs> well, here's the thing: is it is it like should there be a rule that nobody after like three years, nothing someone wrote matters anymore? Uh, I mean, no, he, you know, because there's a lot of like neo-Nazis and shit masquerading around as normal people, but I would say this is somewhat, I mean, it's mean spirited. He apologized, Matt said he's grown a lot since then. Does that, does that matter to you? He's learned his lessons and he's grown a lot. He's really sorry for all the women he's hurt. I'd say give him a pass. Okay. I give him a pass too. Look, can we all agree we're never going to watch Riverdale? Man, we got an email from Darius. That sounds like a made-up name. <laughs> I want to include. I like to include emailers of color, EOCs, in our in our podcast. There are enough of those. I was wondering about Darius Rucker, like how often he, because he's a black guy. Yes, but he's also in like this weird redneck circle. He has. So a, he he must, has a new like number one song, country song out. I like. It. I mean, I. I mean, Hootie and the Blowfish, not that bad. He must overhear racist stuff so often and like not, yes. like have to swallow his tongue, I'm assuming. I imagine he gets mostly like overtly, very ex- extremely pleasant comments about being black. And then behind his back, he hears all that shit. Because <laughs> yeah. country music has to know they're racist. So they're going to try to just do the opposite when they're around him. Yeah. Like give him lots of awards. Say how the, he's their favorite artist. Some redneck say he's my favorite artist, all shit like that. But yeah, they're they're burning him in effigy somewhere behind the behind the trailer, behind the trailers. Yeah. But he actually has a new. I saw his name. He and he's doing a doing a du, duet or somebody with some other country artist, and he's like number one on the charts. So he's still around, actually creating music. 
It's kind of amazing. I was not a big Hootie and the Blowfish fan. It was fine. Although you have to admit every song sounded exactly the, exactly the same. Oh, no, no, no. I, I didn't want to... Th- I don't want you to think I was a Hootie and the Blowfish fan. Yes. I'm just saying it's not the worst thing ever. No, it is not. He made good, sellable radio music. I'll say that. Uh, so Darius, this Darius, not Darius. It could be Darius Rucker. Uh, it, uh, is there anything wrong with Russian Burger Kings offering Russian chicks free burgers for life to make babies with visiting soccer all-stars so the future Russian team will have better soccer genes? So Burger King Russia, which is the thing, which is the thing, uh, did a big promotion where they offered Russian women, young women, free burgers for life if they would have get pregnant by visiting soccer stars from around, from around the world. <laughs> with, with the theory being that this would improve their soccer genes, Russia is not known as a soccer country, although they hosted the World Cup this year, so they have a team in. Uh, but they're not known as a soccer powerhouse by any means, not like in hockey or other sports. So the whole idea is that I guess they would have sex with like, Latin and black men who were really good soccer players who, who never would otherwise come to Russia, and then their kids would grow up to be good soccer players. Uh, that sounds really like a horrible thing on its face, but isn't it really also a really genius idea? Genius idea? I mean, it's definitely funny. What are, what are burgers for, like, say, 15 women? What are burgers for life cost you for 15 women? Not very much money. Well, you're also in Russia, so... I mean, it's not like you and I going to get a burger. Like a burger there is like that's your Christmas present. You know? I would think of, it's like bur- a big deal. I would think if we were in Russia, we would eat Burger King McDonald's every single day. It definitely beats whatever else they have, it, and it probably has less less likely to die from eating Burger King or McDonald's or some Pizza Hut. Or and whatever. Burger King, by the way, is disgusting. It's <laughs> the grossest fast food chain, but still compared to. Uh, you calling it grosser than Popeyes? Neogi made out of fucking toilet paper. Yes. Uh, uh, worse. Well, they did a big survey, and actually, the worst chain is um, Sabaro. Sabaro. Oh yes, yes, that's really the worst. But Burger King's second worst. Yeah, I like. There was a story this week about the guy who had saw the check his order where they told the the, the cook to spit in his food. I don't know if you saw that story. Mm-mm. A guy went to a burger place. I guess he must have been a difficult customer. And the waiter wrote down on the, on the ticket, make sure you spit in his food. And then somehow the ticket came back on the receipt and the guy saw it. And all I was thinking was like, that's really disgusting. But that, people don't understand how often that happens in like fast food and cheap restaurants around the country every single day. Yeah, I knew a kid in high school who used to spit in people's pizzas. He just did. That was his thing. And I didn't really know him that well, but I like heard, oh yeah, don't eat there because this guy works there and he, likes, he doesn't like you. He spits in your pizza. I was like, Okay, I just and, and when you're 14, that made sense for some reason. <laughs> like part of the reason, outside of just trying to be a good person, that I'm very nice to uh, extremely nice staff and servers because you don't know what they're doing back there. Well, you know they're doing something bad because every time they have a hidden camera in the back of like a Wendy's, there's some guy beating off into the there's some guy beating off into the bur- into so the burger. So we've all bus. probably eaten a. A Taco Bell burrito that someone beat off oh, yes. into the yes, you know the main ingredients. Yes, and then that may be the best part of the taco, <laughs> Taco Bell. But here's the thing: so the Russians, there was outrage on Russian social media because everyone called it like this horribly thing that you would intentionally get pregnant, and this is so sexist and demeaning and all sorts of stuff. And then everyone kind of agreed that like even for Russia, it was pretty bad. <laughs> like the bar is lower for Russia, but like even for Russia, like telling women to go intentionally get like have a, a bare sex with these soccer players, who, by the way, would probably do it if the women were hot because they all have, like, 37 kids, uh, to get better genes for soccer genes was beneath Russia. But it was really close. It was a really close call. 
I don't have a problem with it. If Putin had said, go do this, I thought that would be kind of cool. <laughs> isn't I mean, this, but isn't this legitimately how you get better athletes? Well, I, first of all, no one's really taking this seriously, are uh, they? I don't know. Although in Russia, all right, so if it was L.A. and you're like free Burger King for life, it'd be like, all right, well, that's not that big of a deal. But in Russia, yes, that might actually be, you know, a very worthwhile. Okay, but let's point to, let's say, Chrissy Teigen, who we spoke about earlier. So you have a baby with John Legend. Your life's pretty. His life gets pretty good. Life gets pretty good. In Russia, you have sex with the. the it doesn't have to be Ronaldo. It can be some other guy, but some guy who's a, a world class soccer player. And life. Not only do you make a better future kid for Russian players, but you get a nice little stipe. You get a nice little stipend. Plus, you get free Burger King. I don't think women are having babies with rich guys to get free bur- free Burger King. <laughs> I think well, Russia's. Just- I mean, you know, Russia's like when I when you kind of picture a russian woman you usually think of a blonde you know kind of aryan but russia is already a fairly diverse country i mean it's borders uh china as far as i know or it's close to it anyway um it has a lot of ethnicities inside of it it's like there's like uh eskimos but you know what it doesn't have it doesn't have latin soccer players there's nobody there's nobody there's nobody there to play there's nobody great soccer players there they just don't have great soccer players I think it's a great. I think it's a great. This, if Trump did this, people would be outraged. But I think it's actually this is how America could come back, perhaps with a better team in eight years, four eight years, however old they play the World so Cup. So what's Russia's thing? Is it hockey? Is that what they're into? Uh, hockey, gymnastics. They've always done well in like the Olympic sport. They always do well in the Olympic sports. They're done. They've fallen on hard times. I think. They, I think the problem was they're hosting the World Cup, and so this now has become very evident. They they not very. They don't do very well in soccer internationally. And they're like the United States. They're a huge country, a huge sports, fanat- you know, fanatically sports country that can't put together a soccer team. So I think it's personally a great idea. I think you should get all the, if you should get all the girls to get pregnant by all the top soccer stars. And by the way, so all the NBA guys are all sons of NBA guys, right? So it's not like this isn't a valid. This is not a valid argument. Have you seen LeBron's son? <laughs> LeBron's son playing basketball. Yeah, the kid's head of the NBA. There's just no doubt he's head of the NBA. So Larry Nance Jr., Steph Curry, all these guys—they're all—they're all Thompson. Clay Thompson. These guys. I mean, if you know, these half the guys have had dads who played in the NBA. There's a reason for that. The genes mean a lot. Well, I th- yeah, I mean, yeah, and and diversifying the gene pool is always, you know, a good idea. Um, I don't know that much about Russia though, but I feel like, well, I I know enough that I've dated a few Russian chicks, mm-hmm. and they've both been super racist. Yeah, um, were they nice to you before they charge your credit card though? <laughs> <laughs> They're nice to me, but sometimes they're... I would not trust a Ru- I would not trust a Russian girl with anything. It just seems like a place. It seems like a very janky, a very very janky place. One of them said, uh, "I well." She told me the Jews control the media. Mm. I was like, well, that's probably true. But yeah, you, is, that uh, why you, is that why you fell for her? <laughs> <laughs> you both agreed with that? It's a match made in heaven. Go And go on. What else, what else do they have? What else are the Jews doing? Uh, they're not, they're not, I, I kind of shut it down. I'm sure there would have been more Jew talk. Let's put it this way. I, I kind of just, you know. I think Russian women are very practical ladies. Yeah, because they're actually fairly intelligent and and very survival have a strong survival instinct, but they come from shitty places. Yeah, so they're all like future NBA wives. They all have something going on where they have a plan. They all planning on something, right? I don't know. I think having a having a little uh, I can't name any soccer players, but soccer player baby would be the best thing that ever happened. 
Women should well, think I'm about just, like who they have babies with. I'm kind of picturing these Russian women, you know, kind of kind of broad shoulders. <laughs> That's beautiful. Tall, but you look at like, uh, yeah. Now I can I can't think of any soccer like Messi. Yeah, or is that a goalie? God damn it! Who's the, who's a soccer player? Ronaldo. I always thought Ronaldo. Ronaldo. There we go. So he's like a like a twink. Yes. Like you know, like I get them boning like. Uh, you know, Kevin Durant or something, but like I'm picturing a, a Russian woman towering over this little soccer player guy hmm. and it not being like a great, you know, like maybe they wouldn't be so into it. I don't know. The woman gets free Burger King. You get Whoppers, you get Whoppers for life. Because if you go on uh, Tinder and stuff, <laughs> my buddy was on Tinder. So this woman. It, there's a lot of like you know I'm five eight yes or I'm you know essentially no short guys. There's one woman wrote must be over six foot. By the way, I have herpes, and it's like well, in that case, <laughs> I'm not sure you uh, really should be in the position of making demands. Maybe you can't pass it on to taller people. <laughs> I'm not sure if that works. People do. I notice in personal ads, people are very demanding that have no right to be demanding. Yeah, so it makes no sense to me whatsoever. And then they complain about how they can't find they can't find dates. But whoever's banging Ronaldo, I doubt it's you know a six foot Russian woman. No, they're all hot. well. I don't know. I think he did actually date a Ru- Russian. You know, half like the Victoria's Secret models are Russian. So I think the Ukraine, the Ukrainian. I think they're all Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. Those are all like the fair haired, like slider slider ladies. So the Russian ladies, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if I had a fr- if I had a, a a friend in Russia, female friend, I I would urge her to do this right away. And we could go to Burger King together to, <laughs> to celebrate. I uh, Darius, I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with the uh, gene, uh, what meddling in the gene, meddling in the gene pool. Jurassic World aside, I think this is a fantastic idea. Women always look at like the gold digging women always look at like the rich husband or finding a guy with money. You're really better off if you think about it, finding a guy with good sports genes, like world class sports genes, and having a baby with him, because then you're set for life. Because in 20 years, that kid's buying you a house and a Cadillac and all the other stuff you need. So, by the way, I just realized. So we're in like a first tier metropolis, uh, Los Angeles. The Burger King here is absolutely fucking disgusting. <laughs> yes. Like barely edible. What do you think the Russian one is like? I've been to the uh, these franchises overseas, and they're always very well kept hmm. because they're actually like really hot. Re- they're like hot restaurants. Like I remember McDonald's opened in one city in Europe, and it was like it was the thing. I mean, it was the shit. So they actually like. I think they're actually really well maintained there. So it'd be better over there. Yeah, I think I think it'd be better over there. And you know they have, and you know they have vodka on the menu. <laughs> so you can do the vodka on the menu. That's the best. Well, still, they have. Yeah, I Plus. still remember my first time going to Florida when I went to a, like a fried chicken. It wasn't KFC, but some other fried chicken place, and they had beer on the menu. That was the best ever. <laughs> you could buy a, a 64-ounce beer, 64-ounce beer and a 12-piece chicken to go. That's when, I fell in love with, that's when I fell in love with Florida. The last time I went into a Burger King, I just had to run in and take a piss. I obviously wasn't ordering anything off the menu. Um, I saw the dad from ALF mm. really just- sadly dining in at Aww. the Burger King with a gay prostitute. That's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's either sad, but that's how I picture Bur- That's how uh, I picture going. To- I, by the way, I would never walk into a fast. I would never walk into a fast food place. I had to take a leak. It's better than, I mean, pissing they're, in the- they're all horrible. All right, so Darius, I think you're good on the Russian thing. All right, uh, and our final segment today is going to be uh, 
for our Patreon.com patrons only. Got new page, got some new uh, sponsors this week. Nice. Big time. Big time. People got dollars in their pockets, Matt. You make fun of people with credit cards, but they're signing up big time for their for their buck on their for their buck on their credit card to be p- patrons of the show. I couldn't be happier. I'd rather take cash. I have to be I have to be honest about it. <laughs> All right, that's the end of our show, Matt. You have something you wish to pimp and promote? You feeling a little little green under the gills today? Yeah, a little sushi last night. Uh, Do you ever eat lie? Uh, go to the place where you eat off the lady, the girls? Uh, or is that only in movies? I I wouldn't do that. No, I've never seen that in person. But I definitely would not be eating anything off of another person's uh, body. Have you ever done like a belly a belly shot? Uh, no, I was once in Daytona Beach, Florida, for spring break. I don't know why. In, in college, it seemed like the place you had to go, like to Florida for spring break. And I thought it would be like it was more in the movies, but it was essentially ninety percent guys and eighty percent, let's say, offensive linemen from from state schools around the country. And I actually saw guys. It was like I think I believe it was the Oklahoma Oklahoma State line offensive line uh, doing butt shots off one of an, one another. And that's when I realized... So I, butt shot, what I think it is? Uh, like one guy would lay on the ground and the other guy would pour oh my a, God. A whiskey or beer or something down the guy's back through his ass crack into the guy's mouth. Why would you do that? I don't know. They were like 6'4", 300 pounds, drunk as hell, and they thought it was hilarious. And that's when I realized I had to, <laughs> had to get that was never coming. I was never coming back. It was just like, that's all, well, two things, three things. One, I realized I never wanted to play football at the collegiate level. Two, if I am, I need to be a skill player just to be in the line. And three, I never go into Florida for vacation ever, ever, ever again. So uh, very disturbing. Matt, tell me something. What are you doing this week? I'm, oh, I'm going to my friend's wedding uh, tomorrow in uh, Orange County. Ooh, Orange County, it's horrible. Sounded super boring. Um, let's see. Anything interesting? Not really. Um, my uh, yeah, I got I got nothing. I'm That's sorry. Okay. That's quite all right. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, you, you 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 were the consummate the show must go on person today, Matt. Matt was not feeling well today. Uh, after eating uh, octopus uh, out of the butt crack of an Oklahoma, <laughs> we we can only hope it was octopus. I was telling a, a friend last night, just I guess because you mentioned uh, I want to go out on somewhat of a high note, and you mentioned the football player. I I did the show a couple days ago, and so this guy comes up, and he he's about uh, about my height, you know, six four, maybe six five. I thought you were six two. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks that. No one's ever overestimated someone's height. No guy's ever said, uh, Are you 6'9? What are you? Yeah, 6'8? <laughs> ah, huh. I feel like you're 6'2. Like, well, you just asked me, and I'm telling you, so why don't you fuck off? Um, big ass dude, though, like big buff guy, right? So he's wearing a Washington, University of Washington mm-hmm. football sweater. So. Secret handshake time? I go, uh, uh, so I went to the University of Washington. I graduated from there. So I go, uh, so he's like, hey, you know, nice show, man. Good good, good show, blah, blah, blah. I go, uh, oh, did you play for the University of Washington? So if this guy was like 5'11", 180 pounds. You would have asked that question. I would have just assumed that he yes. has the shirt, yes. which is totally fine. And the guy looks at me like I'm an idiot. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, <laughs> Because you're a giant guy and you're wearing a football shirt. Yes. And uh, he goes, 
yeah, I went to the University of Washington. I go, is that right? So now I can tell he's lying. Uh-huh. I go, where'd you live? By the school. He's he's trying he's trying uh, trying to inf- infer to the public that he went to the University of Washington by wearing yeah wa- yeah oh, that's, that's exactly what he was doing. So I'm like, okay, well, what street? Oh, uh, you know, Washington Street. I'm just like, get the fuck out of my face. I hate you. Like, you would not think he didn't think he was going to be called out. Yes. He's just a big ass dude. I don't know why he couldn't play football. He probably could have played football somewhere. But he's just trying to pose as a football player, and it, the whole thing. It's why I fucking hate LA. As as many you know pros as there are living here, as many good things, you get shit like that, and you're like, God damn it. I have this thing where I I don't want, and I'm teaching my kids. You shouldn't ask a tall black person if they play basketball because that <laughs> seems inherently racist. But it comes to a point when like there's a guy at our gym who's seven feet, like six eleven, seven feet tall, and black, and I just want to say like. Okay, for him it's okay. You can ask if you're seven feet. If you're seven feet tall, or white or black, really, it's okay to ask if you play basketball. I think that's okay. Well, there's 20, some height. There's some height level at which it's okay to ask. Twenty five percent of uh, you know adult males between you know eighteen and thirty five years old who are seven feet tall play professional basketball. So, yeah, and probably ninety five percent played some basketball at some point in their lives. And if you don't, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yes, if you're seven feet tall, I mean you don't play. I mean you're not going to get through high school. Not, the high school coach is not going to let the guy who's like six eight in high school not play basketball. That's just you know you don't have to be good. You're still going to play. What's the guy's name? Had a really funny bit. Uh, the sports guy, uh, the super. Uh, why am I spacing on the guy's name? Uh, the deep voice sports guy. He had a show on Keith Oberman. No, uh, fuck me. Um, oh, now we got to find it. Because uh, anyway, so he had a bit about how everyone, uh, Jim Rome, sorry, how everyone in high school says, you know, well, I, c- I should have been the best player on my team, but uh, you know, the coach just hated me. Yes. So he's like, okay, so who's this coach? Oh, you know, this guy's the best athlete yes. I've ever seen. Yeah, you know, he's definitely going pro. I just hate him. Uh, he could, you know, he could help my team be good, and you know, therefore further my career. But I just hate him. It's <laughs> like, yes. not a, a realistic thing. As opposed to like an SEC coach, who like how many rapes? He's got how many rapes? We don't need. It. Don't worry about that. He beat <laughs> right. up the other players. All right, fine. He can still play middle linebacker. He's <laughs> get him out there, run him out there. Jim Rome has some funny bits. He had one about a guy that has a snake, and and he's like, I don't want to see your snake. It's pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> Hilarious. On that note, you catch us next <laughs> week. This is Lex, Last Marriage Podcast.